Hello and welcome to the SD Realness podcast brought to you by Sales Development Revolution, where we talk with practitioners about their take on important topics in the space. Uh, I'm Grayson Fulbright, and here with me, as always, is my co-host, Alex Ellison. How's it going, Grayson? Going well. I'm excited. Uh, this season's theme for the podcast has been has been long but exciting. It's a see action, take action, where we're specifically focused on tactically diving into topics in sales development and really learning from people who are on the ground live doing these things every day. And in my mind, today's topic is a big one. Um, we're going to be talking about alignment, alignment between sales and marketing with an emphasis on SDR teams out there that are specifically being managed under a marketing team. Uh, joining to discuss is Kayla Remeyer, uh, who is the SDR manager at Quantum Workplace. Uh, Kayla, thank you so much for hopping on with us today. Thanks, Grayson. Excited to be here. Awesome. Yeah, Kayla, thanks so much. So to, to kick this off and put a little context around our conversation, I'd love to just start, Kayla, asking you about what you guys do over at Quantum Workplace and about where your SDR team aligns. I know you've recently gone through some, some shifts over there. So you want to sort of walk us through that, that's, that setup you guys have now? Yeah. So a quick overview of Quantum Workplace, we um, sell into HR, specifically HR software that helps with employee engagement. So um, anything from like employee surveys to then also performance management tools. So think like one-on-ones, feedback, um, those sort of things. So being able to bring the two together um, and a little backstory of Quantum and how um, we've kind of gotten to this point. When I started as an SDR at Quantum, I actually reported under sales um, and had for the last two years up until just recently here at the start of 2021, um, the SDR team has now shifted and trying something new and reporting under marketing. There it is. Simple as that. Um, but I, I think that does give us some good context to work around a good framework for the conversation because it means you have insight into what it means to really roll up under sales. And now you're learning sort of this new experience over the last couple of months of, um, you know, rolling up under marketing. What does that mean for you and for your team members? What are the differences there? So um, I'd love to dive into a little bit of the, the good and the bad when it comes to aligning with the marketing team versus the sales team. What are some, you know, good best practices that you're seeing or that you guys have helped develop? And what are some other things that maybe you've experimented, maybe you've tried and they've just fallen flat, things like that? Yeah, so I'll start with the good first. Um, and that really comes from this idea that I can't actually you know, claim that it was my, my saying, but um, our marketing lead had this analogy that said, you know, it, it feels like at times, though we're working towards a common goal between sales and marketing, really just trying to, to build a pipeline of our account executives. And felt like at times we were disconnected and that marketing had, had the bait to be able to, you know, to talk to our prospects and sales a lot of times had to pull um, for the, you know, and together we're not, we're not working towards the same, the same thing. We're probably working harder than smarter. So um, bringing the two together to be able to um, use each other's tools to, to fill the pipeline for those account executives. Um, and really by being able to do that, it gives the SDR team now more um, information at their fingertips of what is happening to my prospects. Who am I prospecting and what types of messages are they getting and when from marketing and how can I tailor my outreach to almost feel like a consistent story with what marketing is saying from a one-to-many perspective to now I can come in from a one-to-one and it all feel like one consistent set, one consistent theme 
versus it feeling almost fragmented and different. Um, some of the, the bad things, I don't even say bad things, but the challenges that have come up instantly with the shift is that fear for the SDRs that have historic, historically and always, you know, have that growth path into wanting to be an account executive and stay within sales. And all of a sudden now you've, you've shifted and said, okay, well, we're reporting under marketing and that career growth and development all of a sudden can feel like that path that was laid in front of me all of a sudden shifted. Um, and that's something that I have been working really hard to make sure that we still feel that that, that path is just as clear as what it ever was before. Um, even though maybe um, who we report to on a daily basis has changed, those op that's opportunities for growth and development are still as clear, still as capable as what they ever were before. Yeah, and, and I think that's a really important point to make is that a lot of the thing, a lot of the the struggles of making that shift are not based on reality. I don't know if that's the best way to phrase it, but right, it's this fear of the unknown of like, oh well, but I like the sales team. I like I report up to this AE. He's giving me, he's like sort of my mentor. Like you're just gonna pull me away from him. Um, are there so what sort of specific steps did you take from there? I know this gets sort of into the next question, but what what was your goal or, or how did you help sort of alleviate that fear among your team members that were scared of, I guess, being left behind by sales? Yeah. So for me, one thing that I was really passionate about from the beginning is though we're making this change, I wanted to set the expectation not only for my team, but for my new team that I was going to be joining into that I wanted the SDRs to feel just as close to those AEs and almost feel like rather than taking the SDR team and pulling them away from sales and now shifting them over to marketing, how can it feel like marketing had just actually grown closer and that we're all three, you know, that the SDRs are kind of sandwiched in the middle. And one way I'm doing that is to retain all of those meetings and team bonding and one-on-ones that those SDRs are still having with their account executives. So right now my SDR team um, is paired one-to-one -one with an AE. And prior to the switch, they were having bi-weekly one-on-ones with those account executives to really um, talk through, you know, like how are my meetings? What are the quality of them? You know, could they have been better? How are they progressing? What's happening? I wanted to make sure that those things remained and that, that realistically, it didn't feel any different. So that their day-to-day, -day, truth be told, really remained the exact same on what it was before. And if anything, the one thing that might've changed the most might've been my day-to-day, -day, less so than the SDR. So that the, though my manager might be different, they still woke up and came to work that next day after that shift, start of Jan 1, everything continued to move forward in like the generality of just my daily structure and who I'm spending time with and um, being able to connect just as close with those AEs. I, I really love that. And I think that's a good call out because I feel like people, when they think of whether or not uh, an SDR team should be managed under marketing or managed under sales, I feel like it's a very polarized kind of topic. They they almost sound, they're almost making the, the question like, do you want sales to be connected to, to the SDR team or do you want marketing to be connected to the SDR team? And I think what you just spoke about is really saying like, like, listen, we're not cutting any ties between what relationships and what processes that the sales team had with the SDR team. And we're also not cutting off that feedback loop. And if you know you and Quantum Workplace are actually able to pull together marketing into the fold while maintaining that strong bond you have between the SDRs and sales, that's kind of that's full circle feedback loop. 
well, that, that, that's something that I feel a lot of organizations rarely have is this full transparent cycle of feedback that's able to easily go through all three orgs or all three departments and, and not by force. And, and I, I love the way that you've already kind of started digging in to a little bit of the process. So I kind of want to follow up on Alex's question to really just open up and say, you know, with your experiences so far, managing or being part of this SDR team while it was managed under sales versus now, now that it's marketing driven. What, what does the process look like in terms of maintaining motivation, keeping those relationships strong, and also getting used to, like you said, the tools and the processes that might be different at, 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 on the marketing team versus the sales team? Yeah, so realistically, I'm it starts to your point, like that big feedback loop. I want it to feel like it's one whole journey that the SDR is a part of. And it doesn't just start and end with now marketing, right? It's yes, marketing is helping me with that intel that they're sharing with me and we're being on the same page. So for an example, I'll use something that we just went through, a webinar. We recently had a webinar um, and it started with bringing in myself um, and an SDR perspective into even like the ideation process of a webinar and being able to have a voice within those, those conversations, even in the beginning stages, when ultimately those webinar goals, if, if the goal of that webinar is to drive pipeline, let's bring in a voice of someone who's in sales or has that sales background um, to how can we make sure that the message that we're conveying in this webinar is going to translate into people um, wanting to meet with us, you know, post webinar. Um, so that would be part one, getting them in on, on the start, but it doesn't end there. So now after that ideation process, being able to pair with marketing through the entire journey, prepping for the webinar, sharing, here's what the agenda looks like. Here's when the first promos email is going to go out SDRs. Here's how you could follow up that promo email and make sure we drive attendance then, then to the webinar actually happening where SDRs um, are encouraged to join the webinar as well as attendees. So let's listen in, let's make sure we know what's happening. To then post webinar, to again, being in on what is, what's the um, the timeline for then follow-up emails that are going to go out for marketing and when is my role as the SDR to step in and then follow up that marketing messaging, again, driving one consistent storyline um, and having it feel like one, one whole thing, even from that prospect's perspective, that though it might be coming again from that one to many, it's coming from a one-to-one -one as well, staggered in there. Um, and then to close it all out, being able to then, to your point, close that feedback loop. We haven't gotten there yet with this specific example, but um, where I envision it going to is post-webinar, after SDRs have done their thing, we've tried to set meetings from it, getting together as a team and we talk about what things were effective, what things weren't, you know, what, like, how did I set a bunch of meetings from this? Was there any challenges that I ran into and sharing that back to marketing? So that way, the next time we have another event, you know, we're learning along the way and not just um, only looking from like that prep, but through the entire journey. That is amazing. I feel like that's a very stark contrast to how most organizations uh, run events or, or, or marketing initiatives in general. Um, I think that's a really good call out. And it almost kind of strikes me 
as uh, kind of the difference between, you know, what was considered shotgun marketing or kind of like, you know, boiler room sales development versus more of an account-based play to where, you know, in the past, and this still happens, a lot of times, whether marketing is doing blog posts or eBooks or events, it tends to be just, all right, boom, we shoot it out there, we see what we get, we bring it to sales if it's qualified and we've done our jobs. Where in this scenario, you, you're you're really sounding like it's more of an account-based play here where you're very involved. You have all three departments at the table trying to see before, during, and after that investment in marketing budget, how can sales development or how can sales be hopping into this to maximize the opportunity? Because you're totally right. Like when you are hosting an event and your buyers are coming, like the journey started, whether or not a sales development rep or whether an AE or whether they've even checked out your brand. If someone's coming to your event, they're knocking at your door and allowing a journey to take place. So I just kind of wanted to call that out. Uh, and if you have more to share on the process, I'm sorry for interrupting you, but that, that, that is an amazing description, I think, of just one example on one channel of how marketing and, and sales development and sales can all wrap together to complete that feedback loop. Right. And I totally excluded out too, like from the account executive's perspective, right? They're the ones that are getting, so this talks about, we, we want to hook the feedback in from SDRs to AEs. I um, mean, in that one-on-one -on -one time, you know, the AEs are the ones that run with that meeting uh, in our structure, the SDRs, our team, they set the meeting, the AEs run with it. So being able to even look at then those that were set by the SDR, how many of those are really even converting into a marketing or like into a sales qualified lead, sorry. Um, and understanding that because sometimes too, right? We set a bunch of meetings that get people in the door, but it doesn't translate into I'm, you know, I'm thinking about buying a solution. Maybe they're just inquisitive to talk, sure, dig deeper into the subject, but not actually translating that into, I wanna see a product. I wanna talk about what this could look like at my organization. So being able to even then, you know, wrap that around and not just stop with, again, the SDRs feeding back to marketing, but then the SDR sharing with the AEs how is this progressing? Are they converting? Are they really not converting? Um, it's really cool. And again, I can't take all credit for this. I think how this has come to be in my organization is, you know, of course, myself speaking up with ideas, but this is come full circle between the marketing team also being so, so willing to say, yes, come in sales. This is new to me too. I've never had the SDR team part of our team and providing us with like feedback and ideas. And they've been so welcoming as well. It's like, let's let's try something completely new that we've never done before. Um, so I, though we had this really cool process, it could not have been done just purely on, on my shoulders or within my SDR team. Totally, it, I have to give my credit to the marketing as well and sales to you know be open to this. And it's new to them as well. <laughs> to, right. Like their team <laughs> to shrink and the SDRs to move over to marketing. Um, it, it all wouldn't be as successful as what it is right now, or I guess without any huge roadblocks we haven't ran into yet. So knock on wood, um, without everyone being so open-minded to this whole new process. Yeah. Right. And I think that's a, a huge part there is you need buy-in from all three departments as well as the higher ups at the organization, but really being able to have that genuine, right. Open-minded buy-in to say, you know what, you know, as a marketing team, maybe we should be passing leads, not better leads necessarily, but leads better suited for the sales team over to the sales team. Um, I kind of, I was trying to think of a good analogy in my head while you were talking, but I couldn't. But basically it sort of seemed like, right, marketing would just like pass leads over to sales. 
And then sales, you know, they go into nurture or whatever. They just pass it back. I was trying to think of volleyball, but I didn't know where the SDRs fit in. <laughs> but then you got, you know, through this process, maybe like the SDR team was able to come in, just take down the volleyball net. And now everyone can just freely to see this is where the analogy falls apart. But the, the point still stands like you can freely just like hand leads to each other, talk about them openly. It's it's not that it was a contest before, but it's become so much more collaborative. It sounds like that it really feels it seems like everyone uh, on all three teams has been able to benefit from it. Right. Well, right. And that's I think where you go back, Grace, and you said this whole battle for where did SDRs belong? I think it stems a lot of times too, where there's this finger pointing of like, well, you're responsible for this and you're responsible for this, yet we have to get towards the same end goal, but I'll do it my way and you do it your way. And sure, we've, you know, in years past have gotten to the finish line, but it felt like we were running two different races yet side by side on the same team, which seems silly. Um, and to be able to now, to your point, we'll use your analogy, bring down the net and it's okay to give feedback to each other, even if it is constructive of like, hey, historically, you know, the leads that we were getting might have been not the best aligned. And I was spending a lot of time and a lot of effort to play, connect the dots back to the person I do need to. But until we're able to be comfortable enough to take down that net, you're not going to have that conversation. And it's going to go back to pointing fingers, passing blame, and rather than just putting those things aside and let's work towards like one of our core values of quantum, it's team over self. Like let's put the team over self vibe here and let's together work towards that common goal, be successful together um, has been really unique that we're, to your point, been able to take down the net <laughs> between the two and, and be comfortable to share those things and in a place where it's welcomed. And if right. anything, at the end of the day, we're going to come out better on the other end. I love it. I wanted to kind of dive in uh, uh, one last time into kind of like tactical uh, process. Mm -hmm. And and it, it sounds like um, we've talked a lot so far about what the marketing team uh, at Quantum Workplace has done and what marketing teams in general can do to help not only align with SDR teams, but with sales in general. And I'm sure also that the people listening to this podcast are probably familiar with how SDR teams and sales uh, stay aligned. So I wanted to kind of reverse it here because we've we brought it up a few times, but I haven't dug into details um, too much on what should the SDRs and, and, and the SDR manager be doing when they're relaying that feedback to marketing since since that I think is more of a brand new thing where oftentimes I think you know when SDRs are talking to salespeople and sales leaders I mean these people are often in sales they know they know the numbers they're worried about deals they're worried about quota whereas I'm sure the marketing team they have different conversations maybe different focuses different priorities so what what's your experience in terms of the type of feedback and type of collaboration that SDRs uh, expect when they when they collaborate with the marketing team yeah, so I think it, it gets more into, well, I'll, I'll look at it two different ways. One in terms of like actual, um, the events themselves and like what that feedback looks like and how it's a little bit different. Um, you know, we still talk numbers just like what you would on a sales team. Uh, a lot of times it is numbers driven and data driven. Um, we're still talking about those things, but we're also um, getting more tactical in the sense of, talking about not just how many leads did we convert, like what kind of information um, in 
when I say information, like intentionality, I should, I should say, um, how can I leverage some of the things of, gosh, I'm getting lost here. Some of the things like maybe during the webinar, there was a poll, um, and using some of like that data that's within a poll to use that in my outreach, um, and sharing that stuff over and giving feedback of maybe this question wasn't a great one because I wasn't able to, you know, directly incorporate that into a follow-up that I'm reaching out with. So I think sometimes it gets less of how many did we convert, but more of, well, we still talk about those things, but more of what were some of the things that were said within the webinar, for example, or the specific ebook that are ways that I can personalize, that I can be way more intentional to my outreach um, and incorporate that into my messaging and not just the spray and pray method of I'm going to blast everyone post webinar to meet, meet with us. Can I take information that was shared in the webinar, what they might have shared in a poll and use that in my outreach? Um, and then I guess to, to shift away from less of like feedback loop in terms of in the weeds after each event or a, a piece of material. Um, I think a lot of times how we built up that trust is more from, can we find ways to get the team to group together and do, do things together that aren't related to the, to the role? Because historically, and now my team would probably be the first to admit it up until this shift, and even the marketing probably felt this way, I didn't know much about sales. I didn't know them personally. I didn't know the SDRs um, and what they like, what they don't like, what they're interested in. Um, and this SDRs could say the same about marketing. So before I can even get them comfortable to a point where they can openly give this feedback to each other, I think it's about, can we get everyone comfortable with each other acquainted and just doing some fun activities, corny little get to know you, little events like that to just kind of organically bring us closer together first and foremost, where the SDRs have always had that with those account executives because they've been working with them from day one when they started um, their journey as an SDR. So if I can start to nurture that relationship and find ways to bring us together, that way they become more comfortable with each other, can feel that they can speak openly and um, in a place where it's like safe too. Yeah. And on top of that, you might even have some SDRs who, you know, maybe they end up liking marketing more than sales. So like that opens a whole different avenue for, I, I'm a little biased because I am now in marketing as, a, as an, from an SDR, but um, yeah, it's just an interesting way. And I think it really does sort of open the eyes of both the SDR team and the marketing team to more of the business and really allows them to understand more of what goes on when it comes to, you know, revenue generation as from a company standpoint as a whole, for sure. Um, right. Well, it totally, I mean, to your point, it's sorry. It, it gets them in on that, that even the beginning stage of the entire journey of a prospect. A lot of times, you know, when you're in the sales, you only see it like once they've engaged with us, but you don't get in on what, ha what stuff has to happen before they even get that first piece of content. Um, and just opening up their, their knowledge and their, um, experience into like more of that journey is a huge learning opportunity. It just in general, I mean, maybe you find someone that does have an interest in marketing that might not have known before, you know, what is the day in the life of a marketer look like? Yeah, exactly. Um, before we wrap up, I just wanted to get any last sort of best practices, actionable advice, top tips that you might have for 
um, really the marketing sales development sales leaders out there that are looking to maybe realign their SDR team or bring their marketing sales and sales development all closer together? Yeah, I think, I don't think we've figured it all out completely. And I'm not going to say that we have, I think there's still things that are probably going to be in front of us that we have not anticipated um, that we're still learning. But if there's any bit of feedback or advice that I could give to anyone that's going through that shift or maybe just recently has always thinking about it um, from a manager perspective and how to make sure that we keep um, the team moving towards like a common goal and, and we don't lose sight about anything. It's really good to look through the lens of not what am I losing, but what am I gaining? And I've been really adamant with, with my team and trying to put it in that light all the time of, I don't really think we're losing anything. Um, I'm sure there's times it can feel that way, but I want to cut down on this idea of loss and more look through the lens of what am I gaining? And it's all those things that we talked about that, 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 uh, that ability to join in like ideation and creating a feedback loop and get better leads and, and know when marketing stuff's going to go out to my prospects so that I'm not mad when marketing comes in and sends an unrelated email to my cadence that I have going. Um, but all these new things I'm gaining along the way to help me be more effective at my role and more successful, I think is the biggest advice that I can give. Uh, and it's more not even advice, but just this, this mentality. I totally agree. I often find uh, that mentality is uh, an obstacle that uh, people don't expect when it comes to different orgs and different types of people kind of, kind of working together. Um, I think that's a, a really good call out. Um, Kayla, thank you so much for, for joining us today to talk tactical about a topic I feel like everyone talks about and has, has something to chime in about, which is marketing and sales alignment. But I'm really awesome. Or, um, I'm, I'm feeling uh, hopeful uh, that we actually got to bring kind of sales development to the table in this interview and really kind of get perspective on what the middleman feels when, when you're trying to make these changes and get buy-in from SDRs. Um, before we wrap up, where can people go to learn more about Quantum Workplace or to, to get in touch with you personally if they want to chat with you or learn more? Yeah, so for learning about Quantum Workplace, you can check out our website, quantumworkplace.com. Um, for me, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, just Kayla underscore Remeyer. Um, or I guess it's a cool thing now, I'm on Clubhouse. I don't know if that's a <laughs> that's the new, the new thing coming around, but you can also find me there. Um, but predominantly, if you ever want to reach out, shoot me a message on, on LinkedIn, happy to chat. Well, uh, this has been Grayson and Alex for the SD Realness podcast. Uh, until next time, SDRs, keep it real.